We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to the Transformative Principal Podcast, where we learn how to be an amazing educational leader. I am your host, Jethro Jones. Are you ready to be a transformative principal? I'm looking for about 10 people who are ready to do what it takes to lead with integrity, find balance, and take your school to the next level. If you're looking to improve your leadership in a measurable way, go to transformativeprincipal.org slash mastermind to see if you qualify to join a group of like-minded people who are ready to be the best principals in the country. Welcome to Transformative Principal. I am super excited about this interview with Dana Evans today. She is a fantastic principal up in Fairbanks, Alaska, and you're going to love what we talk about because it involves increasing student choice and giving great opportunities for them. Also, just want to add that uh, if you are interested in moving up to the great state of Alaska, there are many teaching and administrative opportunities that will be opening up, and it's never too early to start networking. So feel free to drop me a line if you're interested, and I'd love to start talking to you about what it's like living up here and in a state that is really doing some amazing things in many different parts of the state. So feel free to drop me a line at uh, transformativeprincipal.org and then just uh, under the contact page you can connect with me or you can hit me up on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Welcome to Transformative Principal. I am very excited to have Dana Evans, the principal of Barnett Magnet School in Fairbanks, Alaska on the show today. And I met her last year, I think, at the Principals Conference here in Alaska and super stellar lady and very excited to have her on. But this last Principals Conference, I learned a little bit more about her school and I said, we've got to connect on the podcast because what you're doing is awesome. So Dana, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Welcome. Well, thank you, Jethro. It's my pleasure. Good morning. Good morning. So one of the uh, cool things about your school is that you do a um, academics in the morning and explorations in the afternoon. Can you just talk a little bit about your school in general and give us the groundwork for 
the what your school is like? Absolutely. I'll start just defining it's a kindergarten through eighth grade student base. And we have a full day kindergarten, which is um, beneficial. And students can stay here all the way up through the end of their middle school years. The school has a morning, rigorous three hours of uninterrupted core for math and uh, language arts. And then in the afternoon, the students have selected their exploration classes. So they have three exploration sections in the afternoon, and those consist of classes that fit into kind of 10 different categories. They could be science or social studies, uh, mathematics, literacy, uh, language and cultures. We have a really intensive Spanish program. Students can start taking Spanish as early as second grade all the way up through eighth grade, Um, technology, fine arts, music, physical fitness, and dance. There's an extended learning program. And those are the different strands that the exploration classes fit into. Uh, On top of that, the exploration classes are nine weeks. So every quarter, the students get three new um, explorations in the afternoon. So in the course of one year, they will have 12 exploration classes. Wow. And so like if they're doing Spanish, they'd have different Spanish interactions during that exploration, but they could have Spanish all year long, right? That's actually some of the explorations are year long or some are semester long. So thank you. Yes, Spanish is a year long exploration along with band and orchestra. Those are year long. And we have our technology courses. We've had some game design and some coding classes that are semester-based. Next semester, we are starting a Minecraft exploration that will be a semester long. Cool. Very nice. So can you talk a little bit about why your school has gone with this model and what makes it unique that allows it to do that? Right. So the option for students to have choice certainly enhances student engagement and the morning core being so compacted, but also being uninterrupted um, increases the rigor of those classes. First, second grade, third, fourth grade, those students loop with their teachers. So they're having that same teacher for the core And so those relationships are stronger, and we all know that relationships are important with student achievement. The personalized learning is just kind of built in when students get to select what they're going to do in the afternoons. It really is beneficial to them if they're a student that really likes the arts and, you know, maybe kind of struggles academically. You know, they know that they've got that morning but the afternoon is going to be you know, something that they, they really enjoy. So it helps with keeping students engaged in, in school and coming every day. Yeah, you know, I think uh, it's a fascinating approach to, to have the morning a solid, uninterrupted core math in ELA. Can you talk a little bit about what kinds of programs and focus you're using there in the morning to help it be successful? And also talk about how long teachers are looping with students? Is that on a two-year program or is that all four years or six years in elementary? Absolutely. So let's see. The magnet school, kind of a, a difference between a charter school and a magnet school is that a charter school will have their own curriculum and their own focus. A magnet school still uses the district's curriculum. So we are using the same math curriculum and the same language arts curriculum that being used throughout Fairbanks. 
and our science and social studies, we, we follow all the curriculum guides, but we get to have a magnet, which is our explorations. That's hopefully the draw that brings students and families to the school. So we draw from throughout the entire borough, which Fairbanks is about 60 miles you know, across the, the borough. And students get in through a lottery process, and it's a real random drawn. They submit applications, and we host a lottery. And so we do not have transportation. The families are responsible for bringing their students each day and, and picking them up. We don't have bus service, but we're located right in the heart of Fairbanks. So it's a pretty central location for people. So using that, um, we have, I think, Envision Math and Go Math for our middle school students. And our language arts follows the district curriculum as well. Okay. And then how long do the teachers loop with the kids? Okay, so our kindergarten is is a full-day kindergarten, and then students will leave kindergarten and advance into first grade, and they will be with that teacher for first and second grade. The afternoon exploration classes are also multi-age, so they're with their first grade teacher in the morning afternoons. They could be with first through third grade students in their exploration classes, We have some fourth through eighth grade exploration classes, for example, band and orchestra, Spanish, depending on the child's fluency in Spanish. They may be in advanced Spanish or um, an intermediate Spanish. And uh, we don't put kindergarten or first graders in with eighth graders for PE or anything physical like that. But all of the exploration classes are also multi-age. And could the range be enough that they that they do have first graders with eighth graders in any of those explorations? Well, we do have our middle schoolers serving as teacher assistants in some of the classes. So, you know, keyboarding, we might have an advanced student in keyboarding that helps with the primary students if they're taking a keyboarding exploration. We have a lot of science classes where the middle schoolers might choose to take a teaching assistant exploration class to help with the little kids with science and uh, it works really well to have those peer mentors and gives our middle school students a lot of responsibility yeah I bet that sounds amazing and so they can choose that as one of their uh, explorations without uh, uh, any issues about you know not getting other things that they may need because that is just part of the choice that's built in right That's correct. Yeah, we have an essentials checklist. So there are, you know, the students do have to fulfill the science and social studies curricular requirements between first and third grade through fourth and sixth grade and in middle school as well. So they may be getting sixth grade content when they're in the fourth grade science exploration. You know, they take it in fourth grade, but we have checklists. And so by the time students get to eighth grade, they've successfully fulfilled the requirements of the district for all the different content areas. Gotcha. So that's a that's a neat way to do that. And then they could load up on science or social studies early if they wanted to, for example, and and have more uh, choice time later. Do you allow that as well? Absolutely. And we have students who do that or they'll take classes over again. They may have taken something as a fourth grader and want to take it again as a sixth grader. Or they may have just really, really liked the class or liked the teacher and want to take it again. Um, We've also had the benefit of being across from Lathrop High School. And so some of our students who have been very advanced in math have gone over and been able to take a high school math class. Cool. 
that's really beneficial. It's nice when you can have that flexibility for the students. Do you have uh, issues with kids not making wise choices? How do you influence their the choices that they make so they make get everything done that they need to? Right. Well, we work closely with their with their parents and their families. We send home. Um, just like you would in high school or middle school, in a typical high school or middle school, we have a catalog and a registration sheet, and they go through and they pick their first, second, and third choices. The catalog explains that they have to have you know, so many essentials, and we have a worksheet where they can go and see what they've taken and what they still need to take. So it's pretty well organized, and we don't have a problem with people not Taking. I, I did have an instance where a girl had two PE classes, and I figured that out the second week in the quarter. <laughs> How did you get two PE classes? So we made that adjustment, but it doesn't happen much. Yeah. So the the scheduling on that sounds like it could be a real nightmare. It sounds like your teachers are all teaching English language arts and math in the morning, and then explorations all afternoon. How do you manage that intense schedule of all those people in all those places? It really is a um, a puzzle. And whenever we have an early out or anything that we have to schedule around, there's always um, kind of a domino effect. Any little change that happens because it's such a complex system and it runs so well as long as each little gear is mashing up with the other one. So we have a program secretary. So there are 416 students in in the school and we have about 20 part-time kiddos who they do their homeschool for the core and then they come here for the explorations. A typical school that size in Fairbanks would have two secretaries and we have an additional secretary that does, um, she's the program secretary and she does all of the scheduling and it would be important very challenging if we did not have that additional position. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. Um, are you using just a typical student information system like PowerSchool or Skyward to schedule all that, or did you have to do something custom for yourself? For many years, they had something custom, and so we have now merged into using PowerSchool and PowerScheduler, and that has saved a lot of time. Yeah, I believe it. With the teachers that are doing explorations, how, how do they decide what they teach? Because they may not be endorsed in a specific area, but may be the best person to teach that. How do you deal with those issues? So we are, um, I was very excited to hear in ESSA, in the new law, we are not going to have to have the highly qualified the way we, we have in the past, because highly qualified has been a challenge for me in hiring. I try to hire teachers with multiple highly qualified areas and teachers here have gone and take taken praxis in multiple areas. The previous law, for example, my teachers who taught, you know, I have a teacher who teaches math, middle school math in the morning. She teaches um, seventh grade math, eighth grade math and algebra one. And then in the afternoon, she teaches first and second grader science. So you're you're looking wow. at a really neat, unique skill set of the staff here, and they have to be flexible enough and, and want to do that. And she's, I have another teacher who teaches middle school literature all morning, and she teaches the primary Spanish classes in the afternoon. But they have had to go and take praxis in their various areas so that they were highly qualified. Hmm. And if we had more flexibility there, it would be a little easier. 
But for the most part, we do a Google Doc of the classes. Their classes are kind of on a two-year rotating cycle. So there's over 200 explorations in the main catalog, and we rotate those every two years or so. And teachers kind of know what they've done in the past and we might invent and like we just invented this minecraft we learned about this new minecraft education website and got approval from the school district and we're going to do a new exploration in that area because that's what our demand seemed to be for a class like that but everyone just kind of works together and figures out every now and then a teacher will get something that they're not real comfortable with but they um, are lifelong learners and they step up to the occasion yeah, that's that is definitely what teachers are. That's awesome. One of the other concerns that I've thought about would be how do you deal with prep periods and preparatory time and and things like that that typically need to be built in and then when you've got so I answer that question first like how do you deal with prep time? Right. So they're contractually obligated to have so many minutes per week in the morning, the half hour so the School, we start school at 8.15, the doors open at 7.45. So from 7.45 to 8.15, um, I have students in the gym. If the weather's warm enough, we go outside on the playground, or students have the choice to go into the library, and I use the ELP teacher in there with kids who just want to sit and read and relax in the morning. And then our counselor takes care of the middle school kiddos, and that's her time to kind of meet with them. And then that is a duty-free half-hour prep for teachers in the morning. And so the teachers come at 745, kids go into their rooms at 815. And it is a very rigorous schedule for teachers because none of my core teachers have any prep time in the morning. They teach all morning. The students eat lunch in their rooms. So from 8.15 till noon, they are with their students. And then the core teachers will teach two of the three explorations. And the explorations are 55 minutes long. So they will maybe have their prep slash lunch from 12 to 12.55 or from 12.55 to 1.50. So they teach two of the three explorations. And then we have some part-time teachers that come in the afternoon and they teach three explorations. So they just work part-time. Okay. That that makes sense. You can give them a little bit. So your PE teachers, for example, are they teaching language arts and math in the morning? The PE teacher, so the allocation for a school of this size from the district would be one FTE for physical education. We don't have PE in the morning, so that full-time allocation for a PE teacher hires a half-time PE teacher and then a half-time Spanish teacher. So that's where we got Mm -hmm. that allocation for the Spanish teacher. And the same with our general music teacher. She does half-time general music and then a half-time art, a half-time art teacher. So we have a dedicated art professional that teaches too. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. So how are class sizes affected by this? Do you have smaller class sizes in your uh, core areas and then much larger in the explorations or how does that look? Right. So our class sizes were able to keep at the district target through that lottery process. And um, if an opening comes, if someone moves during the, the year, we wait till the end of the quarter and we bring in a person off of the wait list. So in the morning, class sizes are anywhere from 20 for kindergarten to 25 up near our older intermediate and middle school. 
Then in the exploration classes, because we bring in those part-time teachers, the classes actually can be smaller. We try to keep like science and art and some of the hands-on, minds-on classes to like 16. But then our PE classes and orchestra classes, those are quite a bit larger. And that's probably a good thing to have a large PE class so that you can play team sports and a large orchestra to have lots of people playing that. That certainly makes sense. And to be able to keep those other class sizes down as low as 16, that's pretty remarkable. It is. It's a real benefit to all involved. Yeah. Wow. So there's so much fascinating <laughs> things that I that I still want to ask. That was a great interview with uh, Dana Evans. I hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we're going to talk more about her unique schedule and talk about Friday in Fairbanks, which I think is just an awesome idea. So I hope you uh, look forward to listening to that. If you have not shared this with someone, please do share this with one of your other principal friends. Let's help share the wonderful things that other principals are doing around the country. Thank you so much. There's about 150 other episodes that you can go and listen to and learn so much more about the amazing things happening in schools. Once again, I'm Jethro Jones, and you can find me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Thanks for listening. Transformative Principal is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators by educators. Visit edupodcastnetwork.com for more great podcasts. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.